to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. <clears throat> it is after 10 a.m. I'll call this meeting to order. Our first uh, business issue we have today is the approval of regular session minutes of 7-27-2022. Do I have any motions or written Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. We've got two. Excuse Ms. Fashion. That's correct. Prior to doing that, uh, well, I'll just acknowledge for the record that Commissioner Bonnie J. Bachelor, the president, is not present at our regular session on August 3rd, 2022. We we miss her and we will join her. We'll have her back as soon as she can join us in the next meeting. Thank you. With that, we'll move on to item number B for the approval of regular session. So I have one more item. We're just going to put it all on. Right. Right. We need to add. Um, Pro Tem. Okay, we will do that somewhere around here. So, uh, prior to uh, approving the regular session minutes, we will ask for a motion to add Clerk Pro Tem appointment to this regular session for uh, Aaron Meadows to uh, step in as the clerk this morning. Do I have a motion? I'll make a motion. Been moved. I'll second that motion. Any conversation or discussion? None. Roll call. Commissioner Clerkin? Yes. Yes. Okay, that was the motion to add it to the agenda. Right, and now, now we will now we will carry that to it is uh, the board of commissioners that the board of commissioners hereby appoint Aaron Meadows, assistant clerk, board of Claremont County Commissioners, as clerk pro tem for the regular session date of August third, twenty twenty two. Do I have a motion? I'll make that motion, and I'll second that motion. Roll call. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Payne. Yes. We'll move on with minutes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Item number B, approval of regular session minutes of 727-2022. <clears throat> Do I have a motion to approve the minutes? I'll make the motion. And I'll second that motion. Any conversation or discussion? Roll call. Commissioner Coker? Yes. Commissioner Hayer? Yes. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> we, I will uh, sway away from the agenda here for a second. Um, we have some new hires with us here today that have uh, come to work here with the county. They'll be introduced by the department heads or another uh, representative. And we'll start with water resources department first. I just have one this morning. <laughs> what I'm very important. That's right. Uh, this morning I have Drew Smith with us. Um, Drew actually worked with us uh, previously. Uh, he left in 2019, where he previously worked for about three and a half years with us as a maintenance technician. He's currently a maintenance technician with us now. When he left, he then went to Montgomery County Environmental Services for about three years, where he was uh, his last job there was a water and sewer crew leader. Um, but again, he's back with us. We're happy to have him. He's also a volunteer firefighter with the Higginsport. Uh, fire department and an alumni member of the Ripley FFA. Drew uh, has his class ACDL and a class one water distribution license. So we are happy to have some new hire come in with, with good experience. Two thanks. Don't don't leave because at the end of the new hire, we're going to want to take a picture. 
I thought you were saying don't leave. When did I lose total control? Is there a cabal somewhere? Right here. So we'll move on to the Department of Job and Family Services. Good morning. 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 I'm Teresa Ellison. I'm filling in for Susan Walter today, who is our director, Department of Job and Family Services. So if I'm introducing you this morning, if you could come up and stand next to me that way, I have the right people. Um, and thank you for everyone who's wearing green today. I super appreciate it. And, and that is in recognition of Child Support Awareness Month. So thank you very much. Um, Jennifer Anderson is new with our Income Maintenance Division. Um, she is an Income Maintenance Worker 3 in Public Assistance. She resides in Union Township. Jennifer enjoys spending time with her family, and her hobbies include traveling to Revolutionary and Civil War battlefields. Very interesting. I don't think Bobby's with us today, Bobby Frazee. She's actually a return. Uh, she worked for Claremont County for several years, and then she went to Hamilton County, and now she's returning to um, Claremont County, and she has worked 18 years in children's services, so she's really excited to be back and working in Claremont County. Uh, Kimberly M. Wally, uh, she is new to the Ohio Meets Jobs Division. She is an employment services consultant, too. She resides in Batavia, and she has for over 30 years. She's married with seven kids and three grandkids. She loves to spend time with her family, relaxing on Lake Cumberland, and spending time outdoors. So welcome, Kimberly. Uh, and Kathy Corbett, she is new to the Child Support Division. We're very, very happy to have her as our receptionist. So she's the first face people see when they come in. She's super friendly. She's done a great job. Um, she's from New Richmond, and she's lived there her whole life. She's married, has four children and four grandchildren. And of course, that's her favorite thing to do is spend time with her grandkids. <laughs> Uh, Jessica Reed is also new with child support. Um, poor Jessica started and then she got sick and had to be out several I feel bad for her, but we're really glad to have her. Um, she's 24 years old. She's a mother to two children. Um, she previously worked with autistic children at the Southwest Ohio Develop Developmental Center and for Children's Hospital. So she's really excited to work for Claremont County and the opportunity in child support. Uh, Colleen Williams. Uh, she's a clerical specialist with the Public Assistance Division. Um, she lives in Milford. She's a mother of three children, one girl and two boys, and the owner of the best dog in the world, which I imagine there'd be a few people that would say it's not the case, but <laughs> just kidding. Um, so she likes spending time with her kids and being outside. And Colleen, welcome to Department of Job and Family Services. And the last person is Jenny Penny. She is an investigator with the Child Support Division. Also, um, she's a, actually, she lives in Georgetown. So she's a local person. She's married and has a stepdaughter. She has nine cows, one goat, and one dog. That is a lot to take care of. Uh, she enjoys camping, boating, riding ATVs, and old cars. So we're just very excited to have so many new people starting in our division. And we are so glad that you guys are with us. So thank you. Thanks for choosing Clever County. Uh, Claremont County Transportation Connection. Good morning. Good morning. I'm here to introduce Lisa Orsman. Uh, she's our new supervisor slash dispatcher at CTC. After 32 years of driving a school bus at New Richmond, 
Lisa thought it was time for a little change. So Lisa comes with us or comes to us. And I know for a fact that Lisa was well respected by her students and the parents that she transported. And she earned that respect and, and uh, things here, I'm sure. So I'm happy to have her here. And uh, Lisa's kind of a kind of a legacy at the county. Her mother, Nancy Stacy, worked in the auditor's office for 30 years. Lisa is an avid book reader. She averages about one book a week. She enjoys spending time with her three sisters, four children, and four grandchildren. And she told me she's got about 200 books at home and waiting to be read. So, so. welcome, Lisa. Thanks for, thanks for coming to Climate County. Human Resources Department. Morning, Commissioners. I am here to introduce Stormy Stevens. She is our HR Generalist 1 in our Human Resources Department. Uh, she comes to us with both private and public sector experience, um, having been in for, um, Human Resources for 10 years and four of those years being with Hamilton County. So we are very excited to have her as an addition to our team. Well, thank you. And community and economic development. Good morning, commissioners. Good morning. Uh, we're glad to introduce Kennedy Grants to you. She comes to us. Uh, she's our new uh, grants coordinator from the Department of Community and Economic Development. Uh, she just graduated recently from Wittenberg University and has moved to Mil Milford. Uh, she actually worked her senior year with Clark County Economic Development and had extensive experience uh, helping them with their land bank. So uh, she's already doing a lot of work for us here, working on grants, helping us out in the land bank, uh, getting some RFQs going for FAA grants for the airport. So very excited to, uh, to introduce Kennedy Briggs. Thank you. Uh, the next thing on our agenda is item B. I mean, item C is public participation. 
Uh, I understand that we have young gentlemen here today that would like to participate during public participation. And uh, I believe his name is Mr. Pale. And I understand that you are an Eagle Scout. And the podium is yours. And the hot dogs look good. It's all right. <laughs> uh, good morning, commissioners. Um, my name is Herman Kale. I'm a junior at Potato High School, and I'm currently working on my Eagle Scout project. Um, oh, sorry. I have to get my presentation. <laughs> okay. So basically, what is my presentation? This is my presentation. I'll pick up here in a second. Um, it's a safe bucket. Basically, it's filled with medical supplies in case of emergency, such as an active shooter or other emergencies in a school. In a school, in a school. So that bucket, I will be placing that bucket in every single classroom in the Batavia Local Schools District. So each classroom has medical supplies in case of emergency because I feel like there aren't, aren't any medical options in the classroom. So I feel like this will help to um, alleviate that issue. Um, so I talked to um, Chief Kevin Riley um, at uh, the Central Joint Fire Department to determine what would go in the bucket. And um, we just decided on, you know, basic medical supplies, you know, stuff that you could potentially use in that, in those situations. And I, the, the idea behind these is that something is better than nothing. Because, like, you know, some people are saying, you know, I don't know how to use this stuff, I don't know how to use this stuff. And, you know... In, in the end, if, if, if you can just like bandage something up, whether than, rather than not bandaging something up, it's, it's at least going to do something. Um, so the financial plan. So um, in total, this project um, costs about uh, $7,500. So far, we have raised $9,000 um, towards the project. So that extra money that, um, that we raised will go into a um, fund that we'll be giving to the school, that will be given to the school district. Um, so they can, you know, because some of the stuff is going to expire, like medical supplies expire. So they can use that fund to, you know, replenish um, for years to come. Um, so there's a total of um, 138 classrooms in the current Octavia Local Schools District. Um, so we made 150, so they have extra, and they can add more when they build the new district. Um, so basically, this is my prototype. It has... It has everything in there. All the medical supplies are specifically put in a Ziploc bag so people aren't digging through looking for medical supplies. There's some granola bars in there in case people, you know, with diabetes or stuff, sugar gets low, other things. There's water bottles, there's Kleenex, there's a tourniquet, and there's Lysol wipes, and there's flashlights, blankets for, you know, in case anyone gets stressed out because, you know, some people don't do well in stressful situations like that. So. Any questions? And you raise this yourself? Yes. All the money. All the money through hot dog stands and you know just people donating and hearing about it. It's been, people have been really generous. And this will be put in classrooms, so in case there's any emergency at the school, the teacher can take care of the assistant can take care of the children. Yes. That's fabulous. Great idea. Thank you. It, and I'm going to ask you a question that kind of gets right to the point of you know what what inspired you? You know. Growing up, I had kind of a, you know, I growing up, I just had a fear in the back of my head of, you know, active shooters and stuff. And I, I felt like I looked around, I'm like, what if something were to happen and I were to get shot or something? I know there's no options for me. So I feel like this will help to take care of my fears and 
children. So, you know, parents don't have to, this will help, help to at least somewhat alleviate, you know, maybe parents fearing or even the children fearing, you know, if something were to happen. <clears throat> your, your, your answer rings true and brings, uh, it brings a concern that, that many people today don't, don't understand. You know, they don't understand that we have children who are attending our, our public schools and private schools who, in the back of their mind, every day, instead of thinking about, you know, learning and enjoying their childhood and growing up in the school system, actually have that thought. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm sorry that that there are students that, that have that, that has to cross their mind every day. And I just want you to know that this board of commissioners, and, and I'll speak for, for uh, Commissioner Portman for a second, you know, we're committed to providing whatever uh, options that we can to ensure that, you know, our schools are safe. And every time that a resource officer has talked about being placed in the school, I know this board has always you know, approve those expenditures. And thank, thanks for having that idea. Thank you. Great idea, Kim. Great idea. And mom it. and grandma for supporting you. Yeah. How about a picture? Come Let's take a picture. picture. Stay up. Stay up. Just a heads up for all the child support people, you might want to consider doing this. Make sure you hold that. <laughs> where you see it. There you go. So they know what it is. There you go. Oh, and, and it will be in the school next week. Oh, wow. Awesome. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anyone else that would like to speak during public participation? Seeing none, I'll close public participation. You know, you can stick around. I mean, it's really, really exciting. It's really. You know, I think we probably have to offer a free meal to keep going. Maybe. We'll move on to item number D. Uh, consent agenda. The board consent agenda has been prepared for you. Uh, you had the opportunity to see it prior to us meeting this morning. Are there any items that you would like to see removed from the consent agenda? None. Okay. Hearing none, I'd ask for a motion to approve the consent agenda as presented. I'll make the motion. I'll second that motion. Roll call. Commissioner Yes. Commissioner Yes. We'll move to item E, which is the non-consent agenda. And it starts on page four with the item number 10. The recommendation of the Board of County Commissioners adopt resolution 110-22, resolving to approve payment to vendors in the total amount of $885,786.08, as set forth in the BCC approval invoice reports for checks dated August 3rd, 2022, BCC directed prepaid invoice reports and or the procurement card transaction report as presented by the county auditor on 8-1-2022 and further authorizing the county auditor to issue warrants for the same pursuant to section 319.16 of the Ohio Revised Code. Do I have a motion to pay the bills? I'll make the motion. I'll second that motion. Roll call. Mr. Colton? Yes. Mr. Painter? Yes. Item number 11. Good morning, Commissioners. Morning, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. 
Uh, item, agenda item 11 is a recommendation of the Director of the Department of Jobs and Family Services, Susan Walter, with the concurrence of Thomas J. Eichel, County Administrator. And this is to execute the subgrant agreement by and between the Board of Claremont County Commissioners, the Claremont County Department of Jobs and Family Services, and Claremont County Educational Service Center, located at 2400 Claremont Center Drive in Batavia. This is for the provision of resource coordinator program services for eligible TANA for temporary assistance of needy families clients in accordance with the scope of work attached thereto and incorporated therein as exhibit one. And this is for a total amount not to exceed $572,912, effective for the period of July 1st, 2022 through June 30th, 2023 pursuant to and in compliance with the terms and conditions set forth therein. And, and commissioners, we have uh, Jeff Weir, who is the superintendent of Claremont County Education Service Center. Uh, we would be more than happy to speak about this program or answer any questions as, as well as you consider this. Jeff, we'll offer you the opportunity if there's a few words you'd like to say. I wasn't told there would be questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to your to your earlier point, Commissioner Painter, uh, uh, in regards in regards to the public participation, uh, school shootings are not the only thing that prey on kids' minds every day. Uh, we're long past the point of uh, dealing with children in our public schools as, as little academicians. Uh, we deal with uh, a vast array of needs that exist among. Uh, kids that invariably lead us back to their families, uh, where so many of the learning barriers originate. So our resource coordinators will be deployed expressly to devote themselves every day to working with district leadership uh, at the district and the, and the building levels to identify children and their families in need and to uh, to identify what's necessary to address those needs and eliminate those barriers and get the kids back focused on uh, what they need to be focused on. So that's that's the gist of it. Uh, we're replicating a program that, uh, that has been highly successful in the neighboring county uh, using uh, the same can of dollars that are available here. So we, uh, I do want to say for the record, we, we truly appreciate uh, Mr. Dick's initiative um, before he transitioned, uh, he uh, he brought this to us on, on his initiative after learning of it and the efficacy of it. And we have proof of concept as well locally in uh, one of our districts, Goshen, on its own volition, actually uh, onboarded a resource coordinator last year. And the impact of that was immediate and uh, significant. So we're looking forward to to uh, broadening the application of this idea and, and really helping change kids' lives and, and, and support families. Thank you for all you Thank you. Any other discussion or comments? Uh, you've heard the reading of motion. Uh, item number 11, do I have a motion to approve? I'll second. Any further conversation? Mr. Yes. Mr. Yes. Item number 12, 
Item 12 is also a recommendation of Susan Wolfer, the Director of the Department of Job and Family Services, with the concurrence of Thomas J. Heigl, County Administrator. And this is to execute Amendment Number 1 to the subgrant agreement by and between the County of Claremont, Ohio, and Claremont County Community Services Incorporated, and they're located at 3003 Hospital Drive in Batavia. This was previously ratified by the Board of County Commissioners on September 28, 2022, with the provision of emergency rental assistance to program services in Claremont County, Ohio, with set amendment number one to revise the line item budget, and this is to reflect an increase in the budget from $1,950,314 to $3,413,049.50 which represents an increase in the amount of $1,462,725.50 as outlined in the revised ERA 2 program budget attached thereto and incorporated therein as Exhibit 2, as well as to extend the effective date of the subgrant agreement through September 30th, 2025, therefore for a revised effective date of September 28, 2021 through September 30th, 2025, with all other terms and conditions of the original subgrant <coughs> remain in full force and effect. Uh, commissioners, the way that the, uh, the Department of Treasury, Federal Department of Treasury, structured ERA 2 is they gave us a portion of the funding, and then once we have a, a spent a certain percentage, then we were allowed to draw down some additional funding. So that's what this is doing, as well as extending it out because the ERA 2 program runs through September 30th of 2025. So we wanted to update uh, this subgrant agreement to reflect that. Thank you. Board you've heard the reading of item number 12. Do I have a motion for approval? Motion. I'll second that motion. Any conversation or discussion? Aaron Roll call. Yes. Thank Thanks, Ted. Item number 13. Morning. Good morning. Craig Reisner, County Engineer's Office. Item number 13, the recommendation of Jeremy Evans, County Engineer, with concurrence of Thomas Heigl, County Administrator, to execute record plat number 6293345 for Billingsley Subdivision, Section 2, Block J, located in Batavia Township. So this is a section of record plat, and there are no street or sidewalk bonds associated with this section. Before you hear the reading item number 13, do I have a motion to approve? Make a motion. I'll second. Any conversation? Roll call. Commissioner Yes. Commissioner Yes. Item 14. Item 14 is a recommendation of Jeremy Evans, County Engineer, with the concurrence of Thomas Ivel, County Administrator, to execute record plat number 6293346 for the replat of lots in the following subdivision located in Wayne Township. It's Wilkie Acres subdivision, the replat of lot 11. And the purpose is to create new lot 11A. Already heard the reading by number 14. Do I have a motion for first? Motion. I'll second. Any further conversation? Yeah. Roll call. Yeah. Commissioner Coulter? Yeah. Commissioner Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Item number 15. Morning, Law. Good morning. Item 15 is a recommendation to adopt resolution number 111-22 resolving convert the performance and maintenance bond and the amount listed below for the construction of the sanitary sewer main extension and related improvements within the following subdivision located in Miami Township from the performance bond phase to the maintenance bond phase effective as of the date of conversion. And this is for the Parkview Condominium Section 1 uh, subdivision in Miami Township. Thank you. 
Board, you've heard the reading by number 15. Do I have a motion to approve? Motion. Second, any conversation? Roll call, Aaron. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Payne? Yes. Item number 16. Item 16 is a recommendation to adopt resolution number 112-22, resolving to accept approximately 1,927 feet of 24-inch sanitary sewer main serving the Silverstone subdivision located in Union Township as part of the county wastewater system and to authorize payment in the amount of $262,243.20 to Grand Communities, LLC, out of Berlanger, Kentucky, for the value of the oversizing of said sewer main required by the Clamour County Water Resource Department and contingent upon the release and receipt of the necessary purchase order. So this is break down to about $136 a foot. Um, we usually develop that cost based on prices that they receive for to extend an 8-inch sanitary sewer and then prices they receive to extend a 24-inch sanitary sewer. And we take the difference and come up with that. It's really a good value for the county. This is an extension of a trunk sewer that will hopefully eventually be able to eliminate our East Clough lift station, which is a large lift station just west of the former Amelia High School, West Carmel Middle School. Board, you've heard the reading by number 16. Do I have a motion for approval? Make a motion. Any conversation? Uh, I'll second. Any conversation? Hearing none, roll call. Commissioner Corcoran, yes. Commissioner Yes. Item number 17. Item number 17 is a recommendation to award the bid for maintenance and repair of the water and waste and or wastewater systems and appurtenances for the Carmack County Water Resources Department pursuant to the specifications to utter construction incorporated out of Bethel, Ohio, for the sole bid received on June 30th, 2022, for a total estimated amount of $1,573,186.20 and to execute the contract relative thereto effective August 25th, 2022 through August 24th, 2023 with an option to renew for an additional one-year period upon the same terms and conditions pursuant to and compliant with the terms and conditions set forth therein and award bid therefore and contingent upon the release of the necessary purchase work. So this is a contract that we've had in place for many, many years that we did out um, we bid it out annually if we don't get a renewal. Uh, it, obviously, the prices have gone up with the, the state of the economy. Um, Butter had the contract for the past two years. I believe they had the contract for the prior two years before that. They were the only bid received this year. Thank you. You've heard the reading by number 17. Do I have a motion for approval? I'll make a motion. I'll second. Any further conversation or discussion? And this is for the contract to do emergency services and services as needed. Correct. So. Maintenance and repair could be water, typically water main breaks is what we got a lot of Okay. Hearing nothing else, uh, roll call here. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Payne? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, item number 18. Good morning. All right. This is a recommendation of myself, Desmond Mayotta, Community Development Administrator. Department of Community and Economic Development with the concurrence of Michael McNamara, Director, to adopt resolution number 113-22, resolving to approve the agreement and plan for the Claremont County Land Reutilization Corporation, pursuant to Division B of ORC Section 1724.10. So, Commissioners, this is the, the, the third of three resolutions required by this board to, to formally uh, have a legal land bank. Uh, the, the Land Bank Board of Directors met recently. They approved an agreement and plan 
And so they're now submitting that back to the board for, for your approval as well. You, board, you've heard the reading on number 18. Do I have a motion for approval? I make the motion. Any conversation or discussion? Roll call, Aaron. Would you like a second? Second, I'm sorry. Second. second on that question. I did. I'll second that. I can't hear if you sit on that board. I'm just thinking that. Mr. Eichel, is that a problem that we need to hold off, or can we go fast? Can we take the next? Or does it need to be done today? For, um, we, we can table that and get with the prosecutor. I'll make the motion today. Okay. Okay. We'll go up next week. No, and I'll second that motion. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Roll call. Commissioner Payne. Yeah. Mr. Yes. Item table till next week. Thanks, Commissioner Porter. Item number 19. Um, item 19 is a recommendation to adopt resolution number 114-22, resolving to authorize publication of a notice of public hearing in the Cincinnati Inquirer on Wednesday, August 10th. Item number 20. Morning. For the recommendation, Mary Rains, the Director of Office Management and Budget, with the concurrence of Tom's J. Eichel County Administrator, to resolve to approve and authorize changes in the annual appropriation resolution number 187-21. Um, these are two supplemental appropriations. One is um, sewer revenue for the sewer treatment, other expenses of $125,000. The other is workforce development, workforce investment act, other expenses. For $135,923. Or you heard the reading by number 20. Do I have a motion for approval? I'll make the motion. Second. Any conversation or discussion? Roll call. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. <clears throat> that concludes our non consent agenda. Item number F. Do we have any additions to the agenda? I'd like to see if we can move the county official uh, discussion Okay. Absolutely. Um, we'll move item number HF, County Staff Elected Official Discussion. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good morning, Commissioners. My name is Brian Shrive. I'm Chief of the Civil Division for the Prosecutor's Office. Um, I'm here to advise the Commissioners of a, a motion that we'd like to put forth to uh, authorize 
Tom Eigel to sign a contract with uh, Collier's uh, Real Estate Appraisal Association organization regarding the Zimmer uh, Board of Tax Appeals case. Um, typically, and this is a, not exceed $40,000, the commissioners have already authorized Mr. Eigel to sign contracts up to $50,000. However, um, just out of a because of the extraordinary nature of this situation with the Zimmer plant closing the board of tax appeals case, just wanted to give the commissioners an opportunity to, to fully authorize that uh, signing and to uh, uh, direct the county auditor or authorize county auditor to issue a retainer check for $10,000 upon the execution of the agreement. Uh, if Commissioner Juan, I'm happy to read the, the resolution kind of more fully than that it's just a general just i'll tell you i'll tell you what we did first of all you have the resolution prepared here yes so uh and time and we don't just time is of the essence on this we yeah. and so let, let's let's add it for consideration first we have a uh resolution recommendation to uh allow Thomas Eigel to enter into a contract in the amount of $40,000 uh, to uh, for professional services uh, to retain Smith of Collier's uh, in a tax appeal case that's associated with the Zimmer evaluation. Would you like to add that to the agenda? I'll make a motion to add. Uh, I'll second that. <coughs> Roll call. Mr. Corker? Yes. Mr. Pan? Yes. And now, if you, uh, uh, before, and, uh, one other point to make, and I'll before I read this, obviously, just that the time is of the essence of that we've got a uh, site visit scheduled for the end of this month, uh, and just to kind of advise the commissioners how this works, we haven't really hammered out all the details of the contract. There's some identification language we need to correct it, but essentially, it's going to be in the neighborhood of twenty-five to twenty to thirty thousand dollars is the amount of the contract. Typically, that's paid. Somewhere, if it's if it's twenty five, it'd probably be like ten thousand, and then a five thousand, and then a ten thousand, and the ten thousand initial retainer would be another five thousand ish at the time the site visit to get the preliminary for the purpose of the preliminary report, and then if we need to proceed past the preliminary report, there'd be another ten thousand dollars for the final report and testimony at the hearing, uh, depending on whether we're able to resolve it with settlement. We may not need to spend that extra that second that last ten thousand. But I just want to give the commissioner the heads up on the timing. So Mr. Um, yeah. Mr. Eichel, any other clarification on that? No, it's a do not exceed forty thousand okay. dollars. We already have why not in the commissioner budget for exports. So Thank you. Means that response will happen. Thank you. Okay. So do you read that? Yes. So uh, the recommendation uh, for the board of county commissioners to authorize. Thomas J. Igel, County Administrator, to execute professional services agreement to retain Christian Smith of Collier's 8800 Lira Drive, Suite 650, Columbus, Ohio, 43240, to provide appraisal and expert witness services for the Conroy County Board of Revision in and as it relates to the uh, matter of Dynergy Zimmery LLC uh, versus Conroy County Board of Revision, uh, pending currently before the Ohio Board of Tax Appeals in an amount not to exceed $40,000. And for the board to authorize the Claremont County Auditor to issue a check for the retainer of ten thousand dollars upon execution of said professional services agreement. You've heard the reading of the add-on that was just expressed. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll make a motion. 
made a motion and I'll make the second and then I'll open the floor up to discussion. Uh, Brian, and you may not have all the answers on this. I understand that this is to dispute the current uh, appraisal that has been provided by the energy company for the Zimmer uh, station. So, well, yes and no. <laughs> That's what I thought. Right? The, the, they, they are, my understanding is that they presented an appraisal, Zimmer presented an appraisal to the Board of Revision. They intended to submit a second appraisal, an updated appraisal at the Board of Tax Appeals. So it will be to dispute what's still coming and, and to present our own uh, opinion of value uh, for the Board of Tax Appeals. Just as in round numbers, I think the current the, the auditor's value of the, it's multiple parcels, but the total value is in the neighborhood of 140 million dollars. Um, the Dynegy is seeking a reduction to in the neighborhood of 20 million dollars. How many 20 million? 20 million, um, which would uh, I had done the math, I think it would be a hit to all of the taxing authorities, a total hit of about four million dollars. That reduction money. Um, much of that is inside millage, which would be kind of a long term hit. Um, but um, the good news, bad news, is that for the most part, Dynegy has not been paying its full taxes and kind of making these um, payments in lieu or tender payments. So, there, whatever, if there is a reduction, the immediate hit as far as having to return money won't be as bad as it could be. And I noticed that the, that the actual identification here was with Dynergy. Is Dynergy the owner of that plant at this point, or is I think it that's the or is Yeah, it's Illumina, or is it? It's Dynergy is a division of Vistra. And, and so, I mean, I just want to be clear on this: whose whose responsibility is really to dispute a, a tax case? I, I can only yeah. go back to the to my enrichment days. Typically, we, yeah. we disputed a tax case as the school board, and that's school board. But, but the auditor wouldn't pick that up. The school board had no standing. We had to go to court first to actually get standing. Did we, as a county, have any standing in this in well, the, this issue at all? Well, the board of revision is a party to the case. Okay. Um, and so they they do have the, the ability to bring in and call witnesses. And, and I'm just going to ask one question about that before you clarify. You know, our auditor has an REA account that's exactly for issues like this that usually is at a balance, and I'm going to throw a number out there, somewhere around $4 million. And, and so I ask, why wouldn't those funds be used to acquire expert witnesses to, to debate a tax case here or, or to debate a uh, board of appeals case with the state we reviewed the statute on that that was where we first that was our first path was to say let's use these funds and have the auditors do it my reading of the statute of statutory authority to hire experts is really when you read the statutes it's to hire them for the full appraisals not on a one-off as an expert witness um, so, and, and that offers it, and, and if you, if there is an authorization, it's still the, the, uh, the hiring has to be approved by the state agency. And I just think the timing doesn't allow us to go through, go back up to the state tax commissioner to get that approval or not because of the, the window of time we have to operate. In. Well, will making this expenditure take this off of the need for school systems, townships? 
villages to have to uh, bear some of the financial burden for fighting this this tax case? Well, the, I think not. A, a, not I don't know. If I can give you a direct answer. I think the the school. The, so the parties to the case just do at the tax deals is the board of revision, the school board, the uh, New Richmond Schools, and the property. So the other taxing authorities, the township, um, the other, the, the county itself, other than through the Board of Revision, aren't parties, arguably, right? And so the, the, you know, the, the township doesn't have the authority to hire an expert and bring them to the hearing because they don't have the authority to call witnesses or, or introduce evidence. So, but for the auditor and the board or the board of revision and the county commissioners making this expenditure, um, the only voice against in that battle with Dynegy is the school board. So it's, it's to um, bolster that argument and to provide a voice to the other taxing authorities uh, in, in the case. And Tom, as far as money that's available for for the commissioners to fund this, that is available for this purpose. It is. Okay. Okay. Any further discussion or questions? Roll call. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Pan. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Any further additions to the agenda? Okay. Then I'll go to item G. I'm requesting an executive session pursuant to section 121.2 G1 G2 of the Ohio Revised Code to first consider the employment and compensation of a public employee and second to consider the purchase of property for public purposes and premature the closure of the information would give an unfair competitive marketing advantage to a person whose personal and private interest is adverse to the general public interest. Do I have a uh, motion to go into executive session? And I'm set. Hold on. Mr. Corcoran? Yes. Mr. Fan? Yes. We will now move into executive session. We will return and conduct further business. Thank you. We've returned from executive session. No decisions were made, no actions were taken, and we will continue our agenda where we left off. I know prior to going into executive session, we did cover item H, but if, are there any other county staff elected officials that would like to have any discussion in front of the board today? Seeing none, I'll move on to item number I, which is member comments. <clears throat> Since it's just myself and Commissioner Corcoran here today, any comments? Just a national night out, so we're going on starting tonight and tomorrow night, all the different areas. Big outings, a lot of fun for kids. So we'll probably have a lot of people from our county over at the Sheriff's National Night yes. Out, and that's at the Tavy Township, right? Tavy right. Township Hall, the Tavy Township Park. And then there are a sundry of other local law enforcement having a night out tonight also. And if I remember, isn't there a, isn't tonight the night the, that meeting that the company is having for uh, solar? Yeah, four o'clock. Four o'clock, and that's over at the uh, 4-H area of the um, Claremont County Fair, right? 
Yeah, is that correct? House. Open house. They, they build it as an open house, not a public meeting. It's just right, right. Not a public meeting. It's not sponsored by Claremont County. It's strictly the company that is proposing to build a solar field in Jackson Township. Is my understanding. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Just to make sure, nothing is nothing there is sanctioned by the county. We haven't received any drawings or any requests for the build of solar farm here in Jackson Township. So. And also, the Convention Visitors Bureau has the ACA um, Sprint National Championships, which is kayak and canoeing, and they're going on through Friday at Harshaw. Yep. At this fort. So I understand there's about 300. People participating in that and from represented from teams all over the United States. I think we had the, we have a couple of Claremont County residents. I think Jim is it Jim Terrell that was a previous Olympian in rowing that was over there and is the ambassador for the event. So pretty pretty neat thing. If you're looking for something to do this weekend in Claremont County, by all means, go check that out and uh, see what some canoe and kayak racing looks like. Anything else? Okay. Well, with that, I would ask for a motion to adjourn today's meeting. I'll make a motion. And I will second that. Before I, I ask to take a vote here and close the meeting, I would just say, Commissioner Bachelor, we missed you today, and uh, hope you're with us next week. Thank you so much. Roll call. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Mayor? Yes. Thank you for attending today. Thanks for your patience and your participation, and we will see you next week. Thanks.